All right, senoritas, welcome back to the fuck show. Um, since this worked so well on last night's episode, where I started it as drunk as I usually am by the end of the episode at the beginning, I thought we'd give this a rip tonight because, you know, I really wasn't planning to record one tonight. I had no topic. I thought I'd take a rest night and then I had some plans fall through and I started drinking shock horror and now here we are sitting down in front of the mic. So, <laughs> uh, first things first, the May report from May herself. I have been instructed to tell you mob, uh, ba let me just pull it up here. Uh, here it is. May would like you all to know uh, that she is the best, and she is always asking me about the tea situation at my house, and also that she thinks I'm crazy for not liking chai tea. So, that's the May report for this episode. Uh, there we go. Fuck, I had the monitoring off. Fucking dipshit. Uh, Another one of those episodes where I really just kind of have nothing on the brain, and just turn the fucking microphone on, and we'll see how long we can go for. Maybe I can get 40 minutes out of this one. Um... I did a little upgrade to the audio setup for the podcast tonight. Uh, this shit should also be showing up tomorrow. We have a new audio f- interface coming. It's a Focusrite Scarlett 212 3rd Gen because it was on sale. And as much as I wanted the 4th Gen, um, that $300 price tag was a little much for me. So, And a new microphone. And we'll see how we like it because it is the Samson... Q2U, I want to say. Let me just look it up here. And you know what? You think I would ask... I know a fucking professional. Yeah, Samsung Q2U. Not Samsung. Samsung. Like... Anyway. I know, like, a professional sound guy. So you think I would reach out to him and be like, Hey, man, like, what's a good mic for podcasting? Like, spoken word stuff. Blah, blah, blah. It's XLR. This, that, and the other. But this... Q2U mic is pretty well recommended for starting out with the podcast, and I feel like I don't need to be getting like an SM57 when I'm only like 15 episodes in because it's like a $600 mic. Um, so, and I don't even know if the focus rate would drive that <laughs> to tell you the fucking truth because <laughs> I'm going to run that fucking thing off the iPad. So, but I wanted the 212 to kind of have the option to have guests on. Because the more I thought about it, the more I was like, because right now I have the road, uh, what the hell is this thing called? Bear with me podcast. I got to grab the box and I'm connected to the headphones. So hopefully this doesn't end with me jerking the mic off. I have the road NT USB mini, but it is a strictly USB mic. So... The more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, I could get a USB-C hub and plug it into the iPad and get another one of these and then hope it works because fuck help me if I just did some research. But um, I decided that at some point, like, we're going to make this upgrade anyway and I have the money right now, so why not just buy the audio interface, eat that cost right now, and then when I'm ready to have guests on, like the Frenchman or the sister, I... Just have to order another one of these mics, and it comes with the cable, and I can set it up, and then there you go. We're good to go. Ready to rock and roll for two people on the podcast. So, um, yeah, that is all showing up tomorrow. So we might have an episode tomorrow. I don't know once I figure this shit out, because that's kind of what I was looking up tonight. Is like, how do you fucking set this up? And again, I know a professional sound guy. 
I could easily ask him this. But again, it's kind of what we were talking about when we are talking about Ruth. I feel guilty because I have fallen out of touch with all these people. Here we go. Fucking five minutes in. Your boy's yawning. Your boy's drunk. So settle up. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't want to go to him and be like, hey, man, I know I haven't talked to you in two months, but how do you set the gain on a fucking audio interface? <laughs> so I'll figure it out because I'm a smarty pants. Um, yeah, you know what? Um, oh, May sent me a fucking voice note. I can't listen to that. I'm recording the podcast. Fuck. Um, we have kind of just been thinking about, oh, here we go. Dead air. At least I, oh, I couldn't even make it to the five minute mark. I will be passing away now due to personal reasons. Okay. Fuck. Dating it fucking sucks. Um, what was I saying? I have been thinking today a lot about how far I've come, even since the last time May and I talked, because I've kind of been listening back to the entire library of the show to kind of see if there's anything I need to be concerned about for you-know-who, because I have, and I know I'm already breaking the promise that I made to y'all in the last episode, but if I don't say her name, it's not technically me breaking the promise. But anyway, I have the intrusive thought to just center the link because I did center episode 15 and I never heard back. So maybe she fucking hated it. Who knows? But, um, boy, howdy. Do y'all hear that? That's the sound of the train going choo choo as it leaves the station without me on fucking board. Bye bye thought who fucking knows where that was going. (laughs) Um, oh yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of, and I know this was only like a week or two ago, Um, It feels so much longer in podcast time, but um, thinking about like how the last time with May, like I was kind of a stress cadet and blah, 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 freaking out. We've talked about it. I've heard it on the podcast. (sighs) I'm pretty sure if you go back and you're really curious, it's episode four, five and six. It's in there somewhere. So, and you know what? May's still the same kind of texture. She's better now because, you know, we... I guess I should spin the yarn of like how May came back around because the last y'all heard, it was definitively like me going goodbye. This is done. Uh, Your boy was drunk the other night. (laughs) No, I was stone sober, but I had been thinking about her because like, despite all this stuff with you know who, um, May kind of was in the back of my head always since, since I told her like, since we kind of parted ways, she was kind of in the back of my head like the one that got away. Because, oh, fuck. You know, I had a pretty big cr- uh, little crush on her when we were talking. I kind of like the way she talks to me, honestly. She's fucking a bit of a bully. She picks on me. She calls me wrinkly weenie. So, (laughs) I don't know what that says about me because typically I, like, I would look for a woman that kind of embraces traditional gender roles and kind of wants the man to be, um, 
and this is not to sound sexist and not because I fucking hate the definition of like a traditional Christian relationship, which Ruth and I have kind of been talking about. I'm not slurring my words. I'm trying to hold a yawn in fucking May. She's already messaging me right now being like, you're too drunk. How are you going to do the podcast? <laughs> um, no, I can never think of the fucking word for this. Um, like a woman who likes like a manly man. You know what I mean? So May says she wants that. And then literally she spent all day fucking bullying me and picking on me. So thank you for that, May. Um, but I don't know. She kind of like never, she was kind of always in the back of my head. Like what could have been? Because I had, I had, and I have quite like a big little crush on her. Big little crush. That's a very Canadian thing to say. I got jelly with that the other day. I said, um, she said something and I went, yeah, no, or like, no, yeah. And she was like, what did you just say? Did you say no? And I was like, no, no, sorry. Canadian thing. No. Yeah. 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 It means yes. (laughs) And yeah, no means no. (laughs) But yeah, Mace kind of always has lived in the back of my head. Like, well, maybe I was too quick to kind of cut that off because she had some genuine concerns because there is a bit of, there's an age gap. And she had some concerns about that. And I kind of was really frustrated at getting blown off uh, for the third time. So I kind of just kiboshed the whole thing. And I was kind of an asshole and blah, blah, blah. So uh, your boy was making KD the other night. And I thought, you know what? Like, we're done with this fucking you-know-who thing. Like, we've reached the end of it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? There is a little update there. But I promised you guys there would be no more her. So that scenario is done. It's resolved itself. Um, So again, I will keep my word. Unless there's like a major development, you will never hear about her again. But making KD, I'm thinking to myself like, you know who that's kind of dealt with. We're we're done with it. Like it's finally kind of in the rear view. I wonder how May is doing. And I thought, you know, what's the fucking worst that can happen? So I shot her a text and I said, Hey Senorita, you think we could uh take another crack at this? And to my surprise, honestly, she was very open to the idea. So we've been yarning for a day or two now, and I think we're gonna try and get together tomorrow. Um I'm still a little hesitant to, even when we have confirmed plans, I'm like, are you really, is this really going to happen? You sneaky senorita. Um, you, you sneaky senorita. Are you really going to do, are we, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm trying to behave myself cause I'm probably going to send her this episode. <sighs> She's very curious about the podcast and I'm like, I'm not sending you the full fucking link, but I will probably send her this episode. So, um, actually, you know what? I'm going to tell her that right now, and we'll see what she says. Ba-ba-ba-ba. You know what? Bear with me, all, because I'm going to listen to this voice note live on the fucking podcast. <laughs> May, I hope you know that the response to this is live on the podcast. Uh, hello, senorita. The, so you are getting a response voice note here, but also I am simultaneously recording the podcast. So, uh, first things first, would you have any interest in listening to this episode? Cause so far it's primarily about you. 
Uh, second of all, my ex, it was a kettle that I got her as a birthday gift and it was like $200 or whatever. So of course I'm going to let her keep it. And then it's not a matcha maker. It was a travel mug that you can make matcha in. And I bought us matching ones. Um, but she bought all the matcha and then all the teas I got were like my teas that I bought and once she didn't like, so that's how also, would you like to hear this episode when it's recorded? Because I will send it to you. Uh, but, 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 but yeah, mommy's recording the podcast. So don't say anything inappropriate. I can't let the audience hear. Okay. Sorry, you mob, but she's very bamboozled. She's very concerned because she's, she's supposed to come over, but she's like, do you have tea? Because I have one of two prerequisites for May to come to my house. I have a closet full of hoodies, because she's a prolific hoodie thief, apparently. And she needs tea. So I have a cupboard full of tea. I have no kettle. Because January got the kettle in the breakup. Because, like I just said, it was a birthday gift for her. And it was a very expensive Breville one, blah, 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 at the time. I don't know how much it is now. So I need a new kettle, apparently, if May's coming over. And maybe for me, too, because, you know, I should probably have a fucking kettle. I have all this tea. Probably drink something besides liquor. And I forget what we're talking about now. Thank you, May, for distracting me and derailing the whole fucking podcast. Um, so, yeah, that is kind of ongoing. Um, so we'll see. We will see what we see when we see it. But the point of that whole yarn and getting you all caught up on the May situation is that, like we talked about the last time around with May... How I tend to catastrophize and freak out and kind of go to the worst possible scenario when the replies are slow because I am emotionally fucking damaged. This time around, Jilly's put a little more legwork into me. And May, if you're listening to this, Jilly's my therapist uh, because you won't know the regular cast of characters here that appear on the podcast. Um, so fucking crash bang boom dropping the phone again what a piece of shit I am Jilly and I have been working on this the uh, need to not seek validation from others and we were kind of at the beginning of this when May and I first were interacting and getting together and blah 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 so now we're a little farther down the path so yes May kind of still not the greatest at texting, but it's not her fault. She's in school. She has a job. She has a life. Like, obviously, I understand. But it's kind of cool to see how there's these big gaps still between her replies. And I am cool as a cucumber. There it is. She is going to. Fucking message me if I let her listen to this and say, see, I told you you were too drunk to do the fucking podcast. You tried to say cucumber and you fucking started all your words. <laughs> They're more fun when I'm drunk. I'm so silly. <laughs> the Rizlord is convinced I'm an alcoholic now. I'm like, bro. And this is going to be one of those ones I listen back to when I'm sober and go, you fucking dunce. Um... And maybe he's right. I don't know. Does two to four drinks a night make you an alcoholic? The survey says yes. I don't know. May, I swear I'm not a fucking alcoholic. Jeez. <laughs> and actually, Ruth, if you make it this far too, I am not an alcoholic. Good Lord. Um, so yeah, May has returned. We are hopeful. 
that things will go better this time around and I will not be such a cantankerous crybaby and may, and I will be able to make a plan and stick to it. Um, devastating news. Actually, I should have opened the podcast with this. I am a fool. The Riz Lord has been sent away and our hearts are broken. We bid a fond, fond gay farewell to the Riz Lord. Hope to kiss him on his soft lips the next time we see him. Um, and you know what? Because this is the episode of sending Snapchats and voice notes live on the podcast, let us send a Snapchat to the Riz Lord. Hello, my son. I am recording the podcast right now. So this is live in the episode. We just are telling the yarn about how you are gone. You have left us. You have moved on to another site. And we miss you terribly already. And we're hoping for a soft kiss on the lips when you return from school and from your endeavors at the new site. And also mommy's drunk. So um, this one's just for you, baby. Uh, I <laughs> I miss you already. Fucking crap. <laughs> Huru, baby girl. Send to the Rizlord. Where are you? I have... Where the fuck is the Rizlord in here? Uh, oh, no, I said his real name. Oh, well. How many fucking of them are there in the world? This episode, I don't even know what I'm going to title this. The episode descriptions are getting harder and harder to write because we're dealing with more and more heavy episode descri- uh, heavy topics. Uh, 15s was rough to write because I was like listening to it and I was thinking about it and I was trying to write it this morning and I was like, fucking nobody's home here. Um, here's hoping that it made a fucking crack ass lick of sense. Am I making sense? Oh, good. No, I said a real name. Fuck. Fuck, I have to edit that out. Son of a biscuit. May has replied with a new voice note. This is why I shouldn't do podcast drunk, because I've accidentally just revealed the Riz Lord's name and May's name. Fucking fuck. Ruth, if you listen this far, I'm sorry I'm cursing so much. Um, so yes, the Riz Lord, today was his last day. He will be on to another site for his last week, and then he will be on to school to learn more about the glorious ins and outs of the job we do. Uh, Young Buck has decided to take early leave because he's also going to school at the same time as the Rizlord, and he decided he had to he had a personal emergency last weekend and decided that you know what it just wasn't worth it to him to work for two last these last two weeks so he took a little vacation and we will see him again in two months as well as the Rizlord. So we bid a fond farewell to the Rizlord. We bid a farewell to the Young Buck. Uh, and honestly, the young buck did us all a favor by doing this because there was literally no fucking work. And I don't know how I would have kept him busy had he been on site. But he is so slow that I probably could have kept him busy because it takes him four times as fucking long to do a task as someone with an equal skill level. So thank you, young buck, for doing us a favor. Rizlord, we will miss you. And I look forward to the kiss on the lips you will be giving me the next time I see you. You just don't know that it's going to happen yet. My boy. <laughs> How do you guys talk to your adopted sons? You don't kiss them right on the mouth? You bunch of dad kissers. <laughs> like the Rizlord's name in my phone is literally dad kisser. When he calls me, and I fucking forgot I did it the first few days. So he, he calls me like 10 times a day when we're working together. So my phone will ring, and I'll look at my watch, and it'll say incoming call from the dad from dad kisser. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
Because <laughs> I forgot that I changed his name to fucking Dad Kisser. And you know what? Actually, my name in his phone is Bedwetter. So, and it's a fucking picture of um, the guy from Ratatouille who Remy like rides around on his head. I can't remember his name, but that's a fucking contact picture for me. That son of a bitch. So <laughs> Adopt a nineteen-year-old who looks at you the way the Rizzler looks at me when I say incredibly inappropriate things to him. That would be considered sexual harassment in literally any other career field. <laughs> Maybe I'll send him this one. This is a good yarn. Good yarns about the Rizzler. Fuck, I'm going to miss him. Yeah, and then there was one. So it's just me now to wrap up the rest of this, this project. And then I will be on to the next thing too. And it'll be all on the Frenchman to do the service calls. And to call me when he goes, Hey, uh, I don't remember how we did this. Can you remind me? <laughs> Because we were talking about it the other day, and it's this is the kind of fun point when you get to the end of these jobs. Is like, I've been on this job for ten months, and like, between the Frenchman and I, we basically designed and installed the entire hydronic system for this building. Um, oh, bang, crash, bang, boom! <clears throat> like, I did all the welded pipe. I laid out all of the other kind of branches and stuff, and like. With the help of the Frenchman, he did a lot of the, the back-end lift work for this stuff, too. But between him and I, we designed this entire hydronic system in this building. So there really isn't anybody besides me and him who understands how this fucking building works. And I might have a little bit of a better grasp how the distribution works, just because I personally was involved in running it all and he has a better grasp on the boiler room because he designed and built that whole thing but it's um and if you kind of haven't put two and three together here like we're in the trades here and if you really put your noodle to it you'll figure out what we do but him and i are both journeymen like last year was my 10 years in this field and he is not far behind me here he's only a couple months behind me So between the two of us, we have about 20 years of experience, which is fucking crazy to say. And we talk about this sometimes, how we'll end up sitting in the office and kind of doing look-aheads and planning and where are we going to put so-and-so and and how are we going to manage this and where are these guys going? How do we want to distribute the manpower? Like what's priority to get knocked out in the next week? Because we would generally, when we had a bunch of guys, we'd sit down on a Friday or Thursday afternoon and plan out the next week. And at one point, about six months in, I kind of looked at him and I was like, do you remember being first years and like walking into the trailer or the site office and seeing the foreman and the lead hand doing exactly what we're doing now and feeling so jealous and being like, I wonder what they're talking about. Like what kind of high level conversations are they having in there that we just wouldn't understand because we're stupid first years. And now that I am, in that position, and I am the one having these high-level conversations behind closed doors, I wish I could go back in time to tell first-year me, it's a bunch of bullshit. Half the time, Frenchman and I are shit-talking. We're spinning yarns about the days past, or I'm catching up on my life, he's catching me up on the kids. We're, we're kind of evaluating guys and where our heads are at on them and what we think they need for their development moving forward and blah, blah, blah. Like it's a whole bag of fucking nothing. What we're talking about. We probably spend five minutes planning out the next week, what the priorities are, who's doing what. And then we spend half an hour kind of being like, what do you think of so-and-so? 
how can we improve so-and-so? Where does so-and-so struggle? What do we need to work on with them? And you remember that time when, and blah, 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 and how are the kids? Like, what's going on? How's your wife? How's dating going? Like, fuck, man. And, like, the Frenchman and I, if, like, we did our whole apprenticeships together. Like, we started around the same time. We worked together for 10 years. Like, we did that out-of-town job that was just fucking hell on wheels. And one day I will get him on the podcast and we will spin some yarns about the out-of-town job and the Devastator. And you all look forward to that because we got some fucking ripper yarns about the Devastator. But yeah, it's just kind of funny how you blink and like time passes and all of a sudden like I'm this crotchety old man, fucking lead hand, that I used to be so scared of when I was an apprentice. Like, and like, that's kind of how I look at my role is like I am with the Frenchman and I, like I naturally fall into the number two position because he is just like, we're both naturally leaders, but he, it comes much easier to him because he has a ton of leadership experience prior to coming into this field. Whereas I don't, and I'm much more of like a kind of solo. I work better on my own loan kind of guy. So um, I naturally just kind of fall into like the mommy role where I'm like, Let, let's talk about your feelings, guys. Like who's hurt, who said what, like, what's the gossip, who's mad at who, blah, blah, blah. And for the Frenchman kind of takes like the hard ass role. And I have no problem stepping into the mean role too, which I have had to do in the last couple months with Young Buck and, um, the Riz Lord and a couple other guys. And like, this fucking and Caillou is who the next time I see him is gonna get a rude fucking awakening, thinking that I'm some easy go luck and easy go luck. Oh, maybe May's right, and I am too drunk to do the podcast. Happy go lucky fucking like chill guy, and I'm real fucking chill until you give me a reason not to. And Caillou has given me all the fucking reasons I need not to be chill, uh, which we've talked about. On a previous episode where I fucking flipped out about it. So, yeah, it's just kind of funny how it seems like just yesterday, like, I was just some fucking dumb shit first year who didn't know what the fuck he was doing and I was a danger to everyone around me. And now, like, like this is a multi-million dollar job. And I'm the second in command of this shit. And I'm running, like, the welder and... I'm responsible for all, like, the entire building's hydronic system, sands the boiler room. Like, it was a lot of faith the Frenchman put in me where I was at in my career when I showed up on this job in November last year. And I told him as much because he, he had texted me. He's like, you're coming here. You're running the welder. And I called him and I was like, bro, this is the fucking worst idea you've ever had. I've never run a welder. I've never done pipe fitting. Like, don't know what I'm doing. I barely understand hydronics intentionally because once you kind of know how to do that shit you get pigeonholed into doing that shit and you know what for all my kicking and screaming and fighting and trying to get out of it it was one of the best experiences I've had in 10 years of doing this I had so much fun pipe fitting and I learned so much and it really kind of taught me a lot about managing guys and keeping everybody busy and staying ahead of um your the welder because like um 
the rate that he bills out at is astronomical compared to our rate. So every minute of down, every second of downtime that the welder has where he is not fitting or prepping fittings or pipe ends or welding, if he's not laying inches down, we are literally lighting money on fire for this guy to be standing around. And there was a lot of that, honestly, because it was a learning curve. I'd never done it before, so... So yeah, it all kind of, I kind of will always think fondly and poorly about this job because like the Frenchman and I get to work together so infrequently because we're both journeymen, we're both like leadership to a degree um, and it just kind of doesn't make sense to have us both in the same job because we have very similar skill sets. I'm better at some things than he is and vice versa, right? Like you kind of just naturally gravitate towards some things over others as you come up. But like we both had the benefit of having people in higher positions looking out for us going, you are going to get a well-rounded apprenticeship and you are going to walk out as a journeyman knowing how to do a little bit of everything. And him and I both are very talented at what we do. Um, and he'd be loath to admit it, but like, cause he's just so... <laughs> I call him Lynetti sometimes just because he needs to be humbled. But, like, I'm better at him than some things. And some days he freely admits it and some days he doesn't. So, fuck, not to jerk myself off here. But, um, I don't know. We're a very good team. And I kind of forgot where I was going with this. But, like, this job has been very good for me. And it was kind of like so much in my life happened in the last, since November here. Like, it was a fucking big year of change for me. Like... Um, yeah, cause I came to the site in November and that was right after January and I had gotten back together and we're trying to work things out. And I was at this site when January left me and I was at this site when I met April and I was at this site when April left me and like been at this site for moving out of my dad's house and kind of figuring out dating and kind of starting therapy and working on all this self-improvement and growth and development. So like so much has happened in 10 or 11 months here since I came to this site and I've learned so much and made like such good friendships with a lot of these new guys, the Riz Lord, especially like, um, of all the people on the crew that we had, I genuinely never thought that a 19-year-old with a bad fucking attitude would be the one that I kind of ended up being the closest with in the gayest way possible. <laughs> so, uh, Riz Lord, we love you. And again, I'll say it again. We are genuinely going to miss you, buddy. It's just not going to be the fucking same without you. Oh, shit. Riz Lord replied. He showed me his ass. I don't know if I can... Uh, <laughs> oh, he sent me, he called me a slur and then he sent me a chat and said, gonna miss you, buddy. And okay, this is the running joke with the Rizzlord. Um, so as much as he's fucking loath to admit it, he kind of tries to copy me and to a lesser extent the Frenchman because it was like, I'll usually wear blue jeans to work. Like I wore Carhartts for too many years and I fucking hate wearing them. They've they like chafe my thighs and they're so poorly made that I blow crotches and asses out of these things within the first month. And they're like $130. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just going to spend $60, $70 on a pair of jeans and get six months out of them. Whatever. It's disposable. So I wear jeans and the Rizzlord started. And then once we'd kind of, I'd adopted him and taken him under my wing and into my bosom, all of a sudden the Rizzlord's wearing jeans every day too. Blue jeans, just like mommy. And then... 
if you know, you know, Frenchman, after fucking six years of trying, finally talked me into buying a pair of Red Wings boots. Mommy bought a pair of Red Wings. Wouldn't you know it, a couple weeks later, Red Rizzler shows up with Red Wings. So this has kind of been the running gag here, is that the Rizzler just wants to be just like Mommy. Mommy is me. I'm Mommy, by the way. Um, so... And, you know, the joke kind of died just because he started copying uh, uh, the Frenchman, too. And it was just kind of like, who who's the Rizzlord going to dress like today, mom or dad? Because that's what the kids call us, is I'm mom and uh, the Frenchman is dad. So I shaved, as we all know recently. The big fuck you beard is gone. Rest in peace, the fuck you beard. We miss you. Um, and I've decided to grow a mustache. Because I couldn't grow a mustache for 10 years because fucking January hated it so much. And honestly, I look awful with a mustache, but fucking why not? Uh, you know, but you know what? If May told me she hated it, I'd shave it off and it's fine. I'd just grow a beard again. But so I have been growing this mustache. And right now it's kind of like that dirt stash teenage kind of deal because like it's growing in. It's going to take a week or so for it to kind of be a fully formed mustache. Wouldn't you know it? Rizzler shows up today. Boy's got a brand new mustache. Just like mommy. Because... He had a goatee, and I joking yesterday was like, I'm shocked you haven't shaved that fucking chin thing off of you so you can have a mustache just like mommy. <laughs> Boy walks in this morning, fucking fresh new mustache, just like mommy. So as much as this kid tries to like deny that he's doing it, I, he really is trying to like emulate the Frenchman and I, which is good because like if he can take our good traits away and kind of not pick our bad ones up, it's re- it'll really be good for him because there's a lot of good about the Frenchman and I and how we kind of approach work and this, that, and the other. Like, we're kind of, the Frenchman and I kind of consider ourselves, and this is very arrogant, but like a dying breed. We're the last to, like, the true generation to come up, and now all these newer guys and new journeymen kind of fucking suck dick and then are weak, and just the skill isn't there anymore and the pride isn't there. So the Frenchman and I really consider guys from our era to be the last true um, our company trained guys. And there's only a few, there's only a handful of us left, honestly. I think there's only four or five of us, but out of what was once like 10 or 12. But so if the Rizlord and all these guys that work with us, if they can pick up like the good traits about us that we learned from the guys that trained us, like we're going to have some good journeymen someday. And they can leave like uh, my temper and my kind of conflict aversion and, and the Frenchman's conflict love. They find me somewhere in the middle. Like, we're going to turn on some good guys, I think. If we, And it's a really a shame that we couldn't keep the team together as for a little bit longer because all we have left is the one guy. I don't have a fun nickname for him because everything I think of just sounds racist. But... <laughs> Yeah, it's really... But, you know, we would have lost Young Buck and the Rizlord around now anyway because they're both going to school. So, sayonara, senoritas. Best of luck to you both. Hopefully, you guys don't run into each other too much at school because you both can't fucking stand each other. So, <laughs> um, An abrupt pause here. I have to pee so bad and I need a cigarette. And maybe we're going to risk it for the biscuit and have drink number four tonight. So I And we're back. Okay, get ready for the sound of me adjusting the mic because shock horror... Mommy's not prepared. Risking it for the biscuit tonight. We just poured drink number four. 
And this is a lot of character for us. Because usually when I do the podcast, I sit down and I have fucking two or three drinks. And I make them a lot uh, less strong than this one. These ones have been. So, ooh, mommy's a little fucking fun tonight. Um, I fucking forget everything we were just talking about. I think the Rizlord. I don't know. Um, it was a weird week. It really, really was a weird fucking week with everything that went on with you-know-who and blah, blah, blah. So... But we are very glad that May has returned. We missed her. Uh, you know what? Honestly, tonight I'm very glad for Ruth as well because I very much enjoy our little theological debates and discussions. And yeah. And let's all spare thought for the old friend who has her child's birthday party tomorrow with a gaggle of parents uh, that I don't know if she likes or dislikes. So. Send thoughts and prayers to the old friend. Um, May continues to be a brat, and I am definitely, I'm sending her this episode, so she will hear this. May, you are being a fucking brat, but also, mommy's drunk, so. I am tired of the stubbornness. Let's see the other th- sides we talked about. Um, yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I hate doing this. Come back from the intermission and being like, well, the podcast is fucking over. I didn't even need to take an intermission. I was just fucking out of gas. <laughs> and I kind of feel bad when they don't hit 40 minutes because that's kind of like the magic number for me is 40-ish minutes. So what can we talk about here for three and a half minutes? Mm. Um, two and a half minutes? Math is hard. Uh, but, 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 the intrusive thought is call May on the phone and get her on the podcast live, but we will not be doing that. <laughs> um, you know what? Just let's just yarn about May for the last couple minutes here. Um, she's very much like the type of girl that I normally would go for. Um, like physically, she's very, very beautiful. She's a beautiful woman, but they're okay and i am going to send this to her so let us think about how we're going to say this with what little brain cells we have left (laughs) um i don't know she is and she isn't my type if okay that sounds fucking rude as shit that's not what i meant fuck (laughs) i don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say here. We're just running the clock out. May, uh, I didn't, I don't mean anything by it. I'm just, you know what? I'm going to fucking listen to this tomorrow and I'll be like, oh boy, this is a lost episode version two. Mommy was way too drunk to post this shit. <laughs> okay, you mob, before I put my fucking foot in my mouth any fucking farther here, I think we're going to call it for the night. Um, the next episode you hear from your boy Rackham here. Um, should come to you with even better silky smooth tones through the Focusrite Scarlet 212 and the Samsung Q2U. So, look forward to that, and hopefully Amazon gets their shit together and doesn't drop the shit off at 7pm tomorrow, (laughs) because um, I have plans tomorrow. So, May, don't forget, we have plans tomorrow. Um, But you know what? Until the next episode, brought to you by no, a not-sponsored but once I figure out how to set the whole shit up, um, until the next episode, y'all be good, uh, make good choices. Don't do anything that fucking I wouldn't do. And, you know, just be your best selves and I'll catch you gaggle geese in the next fucking episode. 
uh, Haru. 